Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Numbers 21 describes how, near the end of the 40 years' wander in the wilderness, the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore have ye brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There is no bread, neither is there any water, and our soul loatheth its light bread. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. The valley which stretches from the Dead Sea to the head of the eastern arm of the Red Sea, down which they had to plod, is a horrible desert, certainly without bread or water. So the faithless people broke into their only two familiar murmurings, There is no bread. No, but the manna had fallen day by day. Our soul loathes its light bread. Yes, but it was bread all the same. Coarse tastes prefer garlic and onions to heaven's food. There is no water. No, but the rock that followed them gushed out abundance, and there was no thirst. The Lord sent fiery serpents does not necessarily imply a miracle. Scripture traces natural phenomena directly to God's will. God made the serpents, so they were hatched by eggs laid by mothers. He brought Israel to the place. If we think of ordinary events as being from the hand of God and see trouble as fatherly correction, we'll understand life better. It was well for the people that they quickly understood the cause of their difficulty and turned to Moses in repentance, as a further reading of the Scripture shows. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole, and it shall come to pass that every one that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. So what did that teach the poor sufferer, who was perhaps carried by his comrades within sight of the uplifted emblem? A snake had bitten the wounded. Here was one like it, but without poison, hanging harmless on a pole. While we aren't told faith was part of the cure, it can be taken for granted. Why else would a half-dead person lift heavy eyelids to look? It would have been too much to ask a person through whose veins a swift poison was burning its way, who had so little understanding of God to believe without some symbol to steady his hopes. Our Lord has given us the deepest meaning of the brazen serpent when he compared it to himself in his conversation with Nicodemus. It is so in regard to his sinless manhood, which was made in the likeness of sinful flesh, yet without sin. The symbolism takes a serpent as a material type of sin is essential to the full comprehension of the typical significance of the incident. Secondly, Jesus laid stress on the lifting up of the serpent. That lifting up has two meanings. It primarily refers to the crucifixion, wherein just as the death-dealing power of the snakes was completely defeated in elevating the brazen snake, the power of sin is shown as defeated by the act of Jesus being raised on the cross. His voluntary acceptance of that evil defeated Satan's greatest power over humans, which is to overcome us through the feelings stirred by our flesh. Moreover, that lifting up on the cross opens the gate to the pathway, resulting in our elevation to the throne. And to that, or rather to both considered as inseparably united, our Lord refers when he says, I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. So, looking on him causes new, purified life to flow into our poisoned, dying nature. The sole condition of receiving into ourselves that new life, which is free from all taint of sin, is mighty enough to arrest the venom that is diffused through every drop of blood, is faith in Jesus lifted on the cross to slay the sin that is slaying mankind. The bitten Israelite might be almost dead. The poison acted swiftly, 
But a swifter healing overtook death and cast it out. He was carried half unconscious to the foot of the standard and went away a sound man, walking, leaping, praising God. So it may be with anyone who will trust in Jesus and from the ends of the earth look unto him and be saved. Jesus' power knows no hopeless cases. He will cure our worst sin and calm the hottest fever of our poison blood if we will let him. He intends to be our deliverer just as that brazen serpent was to the Israelites of long ago. Oh, and by the way, have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.